0: And the world through him came into being, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave the power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh, and lived among us, Came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. How are you? Good? Did you have a good Christmas? Yeah? Did you have a good New Year? Yeah? That's good. I did too. Today we're going to talk about just kind of getting back to regular everyday life. So, how many of you guys had some friends and family over to celebrate Christmas and New Year's? Yeah? Was there a lot of food? Was there a lot of candy? Yeah. Was there a lot of excitement? Were you really tired afterwards? Yeah. I was. <laughs> that happens as you get older. A little bit? Okay. Yeah, see, you already got some sleep. Well, here's the thing. After all that excitement and all the candy and all the food and everything, sometimes it's hard to get back to feeling a little bit normal. You know, because in a few days, who all has to go back to school? Are you looking forward to that? No, but it's back to normal, isn't it? <laughs> Very good. Well, here's, here's a little clue on what I used to do as a kid to help myself feel normal. Because it's not just when we're... Can everybody look at my nose? Can everybody look at my nose? It's not just when we're feeling tired or when we've ate too much or when there's a lot of excitement that we don't feel normal. Sometimes we feel scared, don't we? Yeah. Sometimes we're afraid. Sometimes we're really worked up and anxious. Sometimes we're not sure what's going to happen on a test. Sometimes we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Sometimes we're afraid because we don't know any of our friends in the room. Whenever any of that happens, I want you to remind yourself that God is with me, God loves me, and God will never leave me. So I want you to repeat this after me. God is with me. God loves, me. God, loves me. God will never leave me God will never leave me now right now we're saying him kind of slow but when I was younger and I was in the dark I was really scared of the dark because I grew up in the country we didn't have a whole lot of lights outside it was just dark and so when I would have to go out to the shed or out to the barn or whatever I would say him really fast God's with me, God's loves me, God doesn't leave me, me, <laughs> me. And you can barely even hear him right God's with me, God loves me, God doesn't leave me But I knew what it meant in my head. God is with me. God loves me. God will never leave me. So if you have to say I'm fast, say I'm fast. If you say I'm slow, say I'm slow. But no matter what, when you're feeling a little bit off, when you're feeling anxious or nervous, or even when you're feeling happy, God is with me. God loves me. God will never leave me. Even when you have to go back to school in a few days, right? Right? In one day, it hardly seems fair, doesn't it? But guess what? God's with you, and God loves you, and God never leaves you. Very good. Can we say a prayer? Let's say a prayer. God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for all the excitement of Christmas, for the celebrations of New Year's, and that, through all of it, you are with us, and you love us, and you never leave us. Be with us as we go back to school, as we go back into our normal routines, and help us to feel this love with us. In your name we pray. Amen. They're not all the same time. So that's a question that a lot of people ask. In the name of Jesus, Amen. When I was growing up, my mom and a lot of other people, but mainly my mom would tell us, tell me and my brothers about this after Christmas letdown, as she always felt. Because she did all this work. She'd make all these cookies and she made all these meals and she would finally gather everybody into the same room of the house at the same time and there was all these gifts and just everything. And Christmas would be here and it was wonderful and would go and after all of it, there'd be kind of a letdown, you know? Because you did a ton of work. And now it's over, for lack of a better term. And I always kind of understood that. But I think we all feel something after Christmas weans. And while we're still in the midst of Christmas, next week we won't be. So it's good to talk about these things. Some of you probably experienced this after Christmas letdown. Other Others of you might be like me, where all you feel is like you've ate too much. (laughs) That's what I feel. I mean every year I have this really good plan to not eat so much. And every year there's some reason for why that didn't happen. And I come into the new year just hoping that my belt fits. And it kind of does. But after eating so much, or after the Christmas letdown, or after whatever it is, I find that in this week after Christmas and New Year's celebration, what I need and what a lot of people need is just a little bit of normal, a little bit of regular. Eat a salad, you know, (laughs) (laughs) anything. And I think this text for us today leads us back into normal, leads us back into regular because this text has a really good little basis for not necessarily the little child born into Bethlehem, but what has just happened God has come down from heaven to be with us and where we they being led. Because this text tells us that we're not waiting. This text tells us that we're not waiting for Jesus to grow up after being born. We're not waiting for Jesus to do his ministry. We're not waiting for Jesus to die. We're not waiting for Jesus to rise. This text tells us that these things have already happened. This text tells us that we are every day a resurrection church. Because a few weeks ago, we weren't waiting for Jesus to be born. We're celebrating the birth of Jesus. Every time we celebrate your birthday, we're not waiting for you to be born. We're celebrating your birth that has already happened. Same thing with Christ. And we're not waiting for Lent to happen. And we're not waiting for the passion to happen because the passion has already happened and the passion is still happening. And in the midst of these things, we are a resurrection church. I'm sure you've heard this before, but there was one pastor, or I'm sorry, there was one professor who came to us at the beginning of our seminary training, and I think Kristen was in the room, Gordon Lathrop. And he asked us, point blank, at the beginning of our liturgical training, what is the most important day in the Christian calendar? And So we thought a little bit and hands shot up and we said, Easter, because that's the answer, right? Easter, Easter, no. (laughs) He said, and so we asked Christmas, and we said no. And then we started throwing off kind of the rest of the Christian holidays. Maybe it's Ash Wednesday, right? Because that's really meaningful. No. Good Friday, no. Monday, Thursday, no. I don't know, the celebration of St. Stephen, no. <laughs> Maybe it's the day you were baptized. Not eh, close, but no. The most important day in the Christian calendar is Sunday. Because we're not just a church that celebrates Easter in March or April or whenever it comes. We are always a resurrection church. The reason that we are meeting on Sunday today is because it is on this day that Christ overcame death and the grave. It is on this day that all of a sudden we realized. That death does not have power over us. That sin does not have power over us. That nothing will keep us from the love of God. It's on this day. It's not this week. It's not this month. It's not this year. It is on Sunday that we remember this thing. And every Sunday since, we have celebrated the resurrection of our Lord. We have celebrated us being a resurrection church. Sunday. Sunday. And after all this commotion and after all this celebration and after all this seeming to wait for Christmas, it is good to be reminded that us, Trinity as a congregation, us, our cooperative in this region, us as a synod, us as a nation, us as a global understanding of what it means to be a Christian. We are a resurrection church. Christ has come. Christ has died. Christ has been risen. The Holy Spirit has come. The Holy Spirit is moving. God has already gone out ahead of us to Galilee. In this very regular understanding of who we are, it is now our jobs not to wait. It is now our jobs not to kind of kill the time between, but to be the church. To be the church that understands resurrection continues to happen in our lives, in this area, in this world. And to be the little Christ that we were sent to be. God be with you. May your feet be firmly planted on the ground this week. And as you find that traction once again in daily life, May you find your daily resurrection calling too. Amen.